are listening to the Heel Turn Collective Radio Network. I hate both of you, Ebony and Ivory motherfuckers. I tell you. Welcome on in to episode number 14 of Word Up or Bird Up. I am Lance, and with me again is my esteemed co-host and the man with the plan, Jordan Japan Dupes. What's going on, Jordan? Yes, sir. It's your boy, Skinny Penis. Oh, yeah, it is. Skinny Penis makes his return once again here to Word Up or Bird Up. And and I got to say, I mean, this week I'm pretty excited, Jordan. You know why I'm excited? It's the NFL season is a on us. Yes, it is. Uh, last night, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Texans, we're going to be breaking it down here on Word Up or Bird Up. Plus, we unveil our first ever power rankings. Yeah! We have two of them for you today. We have the top five candy that me and Jordan uh, just love and can't get enough of. And we also have the top five potato chips that me and Dukes uh, will surely surely get ridiculed over, but that's okay. Make sure if whenever you hear our power rankings, if you have your own power rankings, use that hashtag. What is it, Jordan? Join the flock. Hashtag join the flock. You got it. And then make sure while you're at it, go to wholefastcoffeecode.com and use that promo code HEELTURN20 to get 20% off your entire basket today. And with that being said, Jordan, are you just ready to kind of get shit rolling and, and jump right into this? Yo, let's knock this motherfucker out. Let's do it. All right, so this is Word Up or Bird Up. Obviously, sometimes we bring you topics that we give a Word Up or Bird Up to. We got the power rankings now, but I think this week it should be dedicated to what we all know and love. Uh, Anyone that's listened to the episodes in the archives know that Jordan, the only reason Jordan wanted COVID to go away was so the NFL could start, right? Oh, exactly. I mean, it's always been a problem uh, for, well, since COVID, but my entire existence, I just want football, always. Church is too long, football. Life is fucked up, football. I just want to watch fucking football. I mean, that's, so here we are. You live we and die grow. for this shit, man. You live and die for this shit, Jordan. So Jordan allegedly got a uh, Division One scholarship offer that he turned down. I still don't know if I believe it or not. Hold on, I quit football my senior year. Yeah, well... Whatever. Either way, I still don't know if I believe it. I've been your friend all these years, and I, I just don't know. I just, I, I've been okay. going back and forth okay. on it. Okay. I mean, I could have told you I got a Division One scholarship in billiards, but would you believe me? Uh, honestly, that would be dope as hell. That would be, I, I would be excited <laughs> because that would be that means you were a pool shark from a young age. A pool shark. Could you imagine me and you what? going to the pool hall and just fucking sharking people out of their money? Your hand, your hand stayed chalked on the regular. <laughs> you always have it in your pocket. You know, you you go into a bar and, and me and Jordan just happen to be there, and you see. The chalk flying up LeBron James style. Just sitting. <laughs> that was so ridiculous. You know, just fucking throwing it up in the air and being like, yo, I'm the king. I'm the king. Yeah, uh, Lance is on ESPN 3 at 2 o'clock in the morning doing billiards. Yeah. Defending champion Lance Augustine won this entire thing last year. Oh, yeah. Defending champion. <laughs> he gets winded oh. going up a set of stairs, but you put pool balls in front of him. It's a whole different ball game. Knock that motherfucker down. Knock that motherfucker down. Watch him today as he dominates Young Fu Win from Vietnam. 
Vietnam. His he's been training cardio. Uh, he he his his wrist rotation has uh, up this year. Um, you know he he really has a keen eye to put the the good old English spin on that uh, the old you know brick of a white ball. Mm. You know mm. he's impressive in the off season. Let's see how um, Fu Young does in this tournament of champions. Of a, a, External bar league. <laughs> the external Christ, the external bar league. <laughs> Why the fuck don't we have that now? The uh, uh it would be the EBL. We might have just started it, and I think we deserve to have all rights and uh, uh financial gain back from Word Up Roberto. Look, it's uh, it's I mean it's the way it's gotta be, man. It's you know it's it's the external bar league, and I think we've just stumbled upon a a million dollar idea as they call it. So we'll hang on to that one uh, trademark already for anyone trying to steal it or anything like that. Uh, just know I'll whoop your ass at pool, and if you don't believe me, uh, you're probably right. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, enough of that fluff. Let's talk about the game that happened, uh, the week one matchup that happened uh, just a few short nights ago few short nights ago it was the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs I predicted the Kansas City Chiefs were going to boat race them I thought that they they had the better team when it came to the uh, playing against the Texans I proved to be right Kansas City takes the victory 34 to 20 wasn't even that close Deshaun Watson adds two touchdowns at the end Dukes uh when you kind of break it down buddy uh, did you watch the game what were you some of your thoughts coming away from it um the first, my first thought is, one hundred and five million dollars. What a waste! Um, Deshaun Watson looked flustered. He looked just confused at sometimes. Even when he ran that like last touchdown in, I was still like, "This is boring. This is the, I'm not impressed by Houston in any way." JJ Watt finally showed up in the fourth quarter. That offense finally started get they finally got going in the fourth quarter, um, but it's pretty bad when you're down twenty one and you just now decided to start playing. Yeah, um, that's. I mean, we saw it in the uh, AFC divisional round last year, the Texans were up twenty four nothing at one point. The Chiefs come screaming back. Uh, it just seems like Bill O'Brien, man, just doesn't get it. Him and Deshaun Watson just can't win a big game to save their goddamn lives. Uh, they let big leads against the, you know, the presumptive Super Bowl champions uh, this year. That I mean, Kansas City's got my pick, so I think they're going to repeat. Uh, and so I just think it was a it was a lesson. We saw the two different teams in the AFC and where they stack up. You know, it's just all about if you're a believer in what Patrick Mahomes was spitting or if you're a believer more in uh, how, you know, if, if Deshaun Watson just kind of had a backslide. Um, All I can say is the one thing for damn sure, the Chiefs rookie running back, uh, I think I know his first name is Clyde. I don't know his last name. He showed his ass last night. Uh, Whoever showed picked his that ass. guy up in the, in the fantasy what a steal. That guy carried last night. I was like, damn. Smaller guy, he was elusive. He had breakaway. He dude, a small guy putting the just just putting a shoulder down, running through tackles. I was like, what the 
who is this guy one and why didn't I draft him? Is he on the board still? Yeah, he's like, uh, he's five foot eight, I believe. Short man. Yeah, he is a slippery some bitch. That's for damn sure. A slippery some bitch is uh, I mean it is. I mean you gotta you gotta go with the flow, and I think that you're right. He showed out last night. Uh, Patrick Mahomes didn't have the stat line you expect from somebody like Mahomes at this point. Uh, only threw for about 211, but he had three tutties. By the way, in my fantasy league, 19 points. Very exciting. I mean, uh, I believe, uh, who was it? Travis Kelsey, I think he got me 17 points. Oh, horseshit. Let's go to the books. Let's see here, just in case anyone is wondering at home, Travis Kelsey procured your boy Jordan Japan a whopping I know he had a good game we're about to find out how good the motherfucking game was do you have him in every one of our leagues no um but the one here Travis Kelsey got me 17 in uh, your work league Mm. and he got me 17 against Rob in our league solid I mean, that's the heel turn collective way, buddy. You got to take all these players that, uh, you know what, you took Travis Kelsey in the first round. I thought it was kind of high, but after last night, I don't know. I guess the sky's the limit for this guy. I mean, he he's had some great seasons. Um, the way he came out in the Super Bowl last year, the way he played uh, the whole regular season, it was just a given. It was either going to be Travis Kelsey or uh, uh, what the hell is that? tight end from the Niners. Um, George Kittle. Yes, it was between those two. Both both just killing at that position. And I feel like if you don't get them early, you aren't getting them at all. So yeah, tight end such a steep drop off, man. It's just like it's like my childhood, you know, just drops completely off, you know? It just uh it doesn't make any sense and why why the tight end position is such a hard one to nail down to fantasy football is the age-old question, my friend. You know, so we'll never understand it. But, yeah, the Chiefs pick up the victory. A more uh, kind of an interesting thing at the beginning of the game, though, it seems like Kansas City fans now have their pelting Santa Claus with snowballs kind of debacle on their hands. They booed during a unity, like, celebration. How did you feel when you saw that? Um, that's very unfortunate. Um, on the night before, uh, nine 11 on the first game of the season to show any kind of unity was, uh, I thought it was very impressive, especially I always say strength in numbers. I, I always look at that's a great idea and it's a good look if everyone's on the same page with that. But when you're getting booed by your home fans, and it could have even been away fans, either way, it's just like, you guys don't give a damn. You guys don't give a damn. Uh, those fans are pathetic, to say the least. Um, honestly, I like Kansas City. Do I think that they're, they have another chance to get a Super Bowl? It's definitely possible if, you know, all the other teams basically just – get killed by Patrick Mahomes in that arm and Tyree kill and uh, that speed, uh, you know, but it's with fans like that. I almost hope they lose. Like, you know, I, you're ungrateful. We shouldn't even have, we shouldn't even have a season, let alone 
you know, like hope for the future and you're booing for like equality. Like really? Yeah. It's somebody actually brought up an interesting point on Twitter. It said, it said more about people. This isn't about the anthem anymore. You know, like this isn't about, obviously this isn't even about the anthem because they did it after the national anthem, which the Houston Texans stayed in the locker room for. And, uh, so I think that uh, it begs the question, you know, is this going to be an ongoing theme for the rest of the NFL season? I think we got our answer last night. Yes. You know? Well, and- see, my thing with that is, is we're, so we're even lucky that there was fans. The, the NFL could literally be like, if you want to be that disrespectful and that careless with how you're doing this, we could just say no fans at all. You could say the fuck home. Exactly, because the NFL's sending a clear message too. They're playing the black national anthem to start these games. They have, you know, Black Lives Matter plastered everywhere. They show these equality commercials. So it seems like the NFL is all in with this. You know, and obviously you have your you have your detractors who will be like, Oh man, I'm never I'll turn it off once I see them kneeling for the give me a fucking break, man. This the NFL is a conglomerate that's just going to... The ratings are just going to keep climbing, okay? This is the most popular sport, like, in the world right now. And you're telling me a couple of guys got a wild hair up their ass, and then all of a sudden their fucking ratings are just going to go in the pooper. It's just not going to happen, man. It's not going to fucking happen, bro. And so I think it's it's an interesting dynamic because now it almost feels like if there was a lot of people in the... If there was people in the stands... You know, but we are still going through what feels like another civil rights movement right now. If we were still going through that and there were fans in the building, you just you would hope that shit wouldn't go down, but you know it kinda would. There'd be a war of words, there'd be a war of you know, just in the stands. So I think it's very indicative of, of the way the country is right now. But don't don't give me that line, man, that you know, they were disrespecting the flag and things like that, because both teams chose to do it afterward, and yet people still were booing it. And there were people that were there live that said, oh, I didn't hear any booing, and that's probably just them defending their home. That's probably just them defending their, like, hometown people. But, man, I got to tell you, from that audio broadcast that I saw, there was plenty of booing. And I don't think think that they're going to pipe that in. You know, like they're piping the other crowd music in. So, you know, it's just, it's... It's something, man. We just got to hold our breath and hope for the best. You know, again, uh, I heard that Benjamin Franklin quote. I actually posted it on Twitter today, at Collective Heal, man. You know, justice will never be served until the unaffected are just as outraged as the, as the affected, man. I mean, and that's that's something that, uh, that that's such a great line, you know. And I don't know if Benjamin Franklin actually said that. Allegedly he did, but um, it's just, it's interesting, man. Like no matter, it seems like no matter how you go into it, you, you come out as a bad guy, you know. And I know a lot of I know a lot of people that like, that would boo something like that that I think are great people that I think that, you know, I, I get along with and I've been friends with for a long time. I don't necessarily agree with that, but at the same time, man, like you just, I don't hate anybody based on their personal beliefs. I think that's fucking ridiculous and very something Jordan Dukes would do. But uh, not to personally attack you there, buddy, but. I would never do that. I, how would I ever personally attack my my closest confidant, right? <laughs> I don't even know what that fucking word means, man. <laughs> I heard it. I, heard, I think I heard it in like a James Bond movie once. So 
Jesus Christ. That's to tell you what I think of me and you. Like, we're 006 and 007. But, but yeah, I I mean, I think it's... Go ahead. I think you're you're very right with that. And it's... Honestly, if you can boo people... They're using their platform. Itch. Why are you talking? Like, we don't want to hear you now. Well, then you told me use my platform and my season isn't in. And now I'm using my platform even now when the season's in because, you know, it's Thursday night football. Yeah. You know, a shitload of people are watching. Exactly. So, like, now you're going to tell them, well, they could do it on their own time. They did it on their own time and you didn't want to hear it. Exactly. But so now they're, they're, doing, they're doing it on time for it. They're not – necessarily shoving it down your throat but they're they're just saying like look if we can do this like we see what's going on a lot of us come from those backgrounds all you know this affects everyone and it's not even like it just affects like people of color people being brutally murdered and beat by the police that's an everybody thing everybody should feel outrage yeah so like the fact that, like, you know, you're getting booed for essentially, hey, we want to stand up and do this. Both teams, both all players, coaches, everyone on the field, locked arms. I think that's impressive. I, You know, even if there's p- people on that team that don't stand for it, it's nice to see that everyone did it unified. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's cool. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a unity thing, man. They're not trying – this isn't like – and the people that are like, well, man, they should just stick to football and not talk about things that are political and not have political. It's like, fuck you, bro. These guys have the stage to affect change, and God damn it, they're going to, you know? That's the way it's got to be. People that think that celebrities shouldn't use their quote-unquote celebrity for, for political purposes or what are out of their fucking mind. Because who are the biggest role models? You know, who are the people that are the biggest role models for the youth of America these days? It's got to be, you know, NFL players, you know, and and NBA players and stuff. So if they're standing up for what they believe in and saying, God damn, we're not going to let this keep going on, then good, man, because now you're teaching young kids, look, this shit cannot be tolerated. And then maybe it won't happen again in the future. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I. you're you're like beyond a thousand percent correct on this and i even hate accepting it (laughs) but you're (laughs) you're very right what do we see who do we see the most we see athletes we see actors we see all these people of you know high celebrity because we're trying to escape our own reality so what do we do we watch tv we we pay attention to sports and let's say our favorite basketball player, football player, actor wants to support something. That is just you feel good. You see that it's not like, oh, they're they are a millionaire. They make millions of dollars dollars. They they, you know, they don't pay attention because they're not a part of it anymore. But like these same athletes and these actors, they're they're watching the same fucking news. They're seeing what's going on in the world. And they're, they're being active in that community. So it's like, it's just, I, I just think it's so impressive that, you know, the actors and celebrities, the actors, celebrities, and uh, athletes, I think today it shows more because could you imagine this stuff going on with Michael Jordan when yeah. Michael Jordan was in his prime? 
they wouldn't have gave him a, a, a anything. They wouldn't allow him to say anything. No, he never was outspoken in damn nor damn near any way besides basketball. Yeah. So it's like, man, you have you have a bunch of athletes that are just like, you know what? We have the world watching. Yeah, we have you know the world is watching. If they're not watching, they see us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch. The, everybody's watching. Yeah. Everybody is watching. If you don't necessarily watch sports, you might watch them on Twitch. If you don't watch them on Twitch, you watch them on YouTube or see a stupid 30-second TikTok video. All those things, it's an outlet just to reach people. So, like, these celebrities, athletes, and uh, – uh, uh, actors. Um, Hold on, it took you that fucking long to think of the word actors. Hey, man. Hey, <laughs> kiss my ass. Jesus. But, you know, it just. I I think that it's. It only took a matter of time for people to be like, you know what? Fuck having money. Like, let's all fight for the same fight here. Like, yeah. let's do that because if we don't, we're wasting. We're wasting we're, – we're basically saying, hey, we make millions of dollars. We live in a bubble. You know, we don't deal with this on a personal scale, so the hell with it. And you don't see these athletes saying that or doing that. They're like, we're very much in this. We pay attention. And I think that's the most impressive and important thing, especially to use their platform. Yeah. I, I actually went on a very long tangent there, but I'm sorry about that. You don't have to be sorry for anything. This is word up or burn up. This is our goddamn show. People tune in to listen to this juicy gossip that me and you do. Uh, like juicy a couple- gossip. Oh Fuck yeah. That statement. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, look, if these athletes these a- athletes have the potential to be uh, the igniters of change, these people that uh, you know, it, it just begs the question. You know, if this was 1968, would you tell Martin Luther King? Uh, you know, to shut up. I mean, probably, probably spray them with a hose or whatever, and then just be like, "Well, not everybody's racist." Just uh, you know, my my buddy Jethro just you know drug a black guy behind his car for ten miles. Man, that's not really being a racist though. I mean, the guy deserved. It. He was a drug addict. I mean, he did have a record. I mean, he just did. He deserved it, right? Get the fuck it's out of here! Ridiculous. What a it's fucking so hillbilly ridiculous. mentality. And I love. I love man. Don't don't get me fucking started on these uh these these dudes that are like, yeah, let him come up on me, man. I'll fucking kill him. God, come on, dude. You like you barely graduated high school, bro. What are you gonna do? Shoot somebody in the middle of the street? Come on, man. Now this is just getting fucking ridiculous now. But I mean, this all stems from uh, just talking about people booing during a unity like celebration. And look. Even Andy Reid was out there, you know, old man fucking, you know, old man Reid was out there, you know, he even, he was even fucking saying, you know what, enough is enough, bro. And when you got everybody in on it, man, it's just, it's such a great thing. And I thought it was great, man. I thought it was really cool. If we're being completely honest, I thought it was really fucking cool. So, I mean, from that aspect, bravo to everyone involved. Uh, the game sucked, but uh, the unity celebration before did not, my man. So, I, I don't know. But, uh, but look, w- we wanted to talk about a couple of other NFL games. Now, apparently they're going to be playing everything that they played 
for that game last night, uh, they're going to play for every NFL game, which means it's the Black National Anthem and you know Unity commercials and things like that, which I'm I'm very you know pro. I think that's cool. I think it's a good move by the NFL. But there's two games in particular we kind of wanted to get into today. Uh, for anyone that knows, Jordan is a Cleveland Browns fan. Why I don't know. And I am, of course, a Atlanta Falcons fan. Why? Again, we don't know. <laughs> but this week, the Cleveland Browns are playing the Baltimore Ravens, which is a huge, huge divisional matchup for week one. And as we kind of get closer and we inch closer to the game, uh, this episode will air on game day. So uh, hold us to this as we talk about it. Um Jordan, as we inch closer to Cleveland playing Baltimore in week one, how are you feeling going into that week one matchup against a team that some people are picking to win the Super Bowl? Um, I'm going into it very well. I think after watching uh, the Ravens, the Ravens damn near shocked the world all last year. And then to be upset by the Titans, is, is that correct? Yes, yes, they played the Titans and um, lost. That that right there, I think, exposed the Ravens in such a way that I think the Browns have the upper hand. I I think with Nin, or uh, oh shit, I lost it. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chud in the backfield. I think if they just run it down their throat the way the Titans did. As long as the Browns' defense shows up and Baker Mayfield doesn't throw five interceptions, I think that we have a uh, pretty damn good shot to win this game. Wow! Um, that also just goes to show uh, what are what Lamar Jackson are we going to get? Yeah. What Lamar Jackson are we going to get? Is that team going to be still built the same way they were last year? Yeah. For the Ravens, I can't believe um, that you just described a. You just described a win. Okay. I just want to rewind that tape a little bit. That uh, as long as Baker Mayfield doesn't throw five interceptions. Yes. Which is, thank you. Uh, That is the fucking, that is the worst take. Of course, if he doesn't throw five interceptions, like who wins a game when they win five picks or when they throw five picks? Nobody, nobody wins a fucking game that way. So I guess to that end, you're right. Baker Mayfield is real good at giving the other team the ball. So, like, if he is on, he if he's on one, he could probably get away with one or one. I'll say one. If he could get away with one, they have a good chance of winning that game. I think I said five just because it's the Browns. Okay, anything yeah. can happen. You're right. Look. Um... You're right. What Lamar Jackson are we going to get? Are we going to get regular season Lamar Jackson? Are we going to get playoff Lamar Jackson? Uh, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how both teams respond to the criticism they got in the offseason. Baltimore, a lot of people were picking them to win the Super Bowl, and they got they got snuffed out in the first game. They had the bye week. They, they get beaten in, in the first game they play. The Browns. I mean, a lot of people picking them to win 10, 11, 12 games last year. They went 6 and 10, bro. They went 6 and 10 and they didn't even they didn't look good at all during the season. Baker Mayfield looked fucking lost. He was too busy doing There, was, there was one game they did look good. I'm going to I'm going to cut you off there. One game they looked good versus the Steelers. The game the the infamous 
uh, Miles. Miles Garrett incident game. Yeah, they well, actually look good that game. Defensively, special teams, offense, they look good that game. And then that happened at the end. Well, um, I mean, that's that's it's not hard to beat a Steelers team that is led by the incomparable Mason Ryan. But hey, a win versus Steelers as the Browns is the the same as winning the Super Bowl. You know, I'm right? not going to disagree with that. Uh, I've lived in Cleveland a short time now, and I can tell you that 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 statement is actually pretty accurate. So bravo for that one, JD. But I mean, in the end, though, I mean, who do you think is going to win this fucking game? I I say the Browns win. Um, I'm going to go with uh, they win by seven, or you know, I'll go seven to ten points. They win by Whew. Browns. Homer, <clears throat> oh, sorry, I had to clear it here first. Yeah, um, I don't think Cleveland stands a chance in this game. I think Baltimore boat races them to zero and one. I'll take Baltimore by at least by at least seventeen points. Wow, what a fucking shit show! You're an asshole, man. Why am I an asshole? Because Baker Mayfield's 17. unproven. No, no, he's unproven. He... But, but. Did we also just we watched the same game last year? We watched one Lamar goddamn Jackson game. One goddamn Tumble. game. Yes, yes. The most important game. You could look good all regular season to get your ass busted by a team that nobody expected to do shit. Peyton Manning nobody made a career of that, bro. They barely snuck into the fucking playoffs, and they they exposed that team. All right, they hold on. Them. Hold on. Peyton Manning made a career of that, bro. Doing good in the regular season and, and shitting himself in the playoffs. Just saying. Well, with a fucking hairline and forehead like that, I'd be sneaking around on some weird shit too. Well, it's like they said in that Rob Lowe roast, uh, Peyton Manning's head looks like the evolution so football players won't have to wear helmets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's fucking Jesus sick. But, uh, but yeah, I think Baltimore I think Baltimore whoops their ass. Uh, you I don't, 17? What's that? You say Baltimore by 17. Oh, yeah. Like uh, something and like I have the Browns 7 to 10 points. No fucking way. Okay. Bro. We will see Sunday. Yeah. Another game now Sunday. About your, yeah. Uh, uh, now about your Atlanta Falcons. Yes. Yeah, you got that right. Uh, so Atlanta plays Seattle this week. I don't know exactly. See, that's the thing. You said it best. Uh, in the last segment when you were talking about what Lamar Jackson are we going to get, what Baker Mayfield are we going to get, what fucking Matt Ryan are we going to get, bro? Like, what Matt Ryan are we going to get? Are we going to get MVP Matt Ryan? Or are we going to go one in, or are we going to get one and seven Matt Ryan? I think that's the biggest question. I think they can beat the Seahawks if they play the style of football they're built for. They got Todd Gurley in the backfield now. You know, so that takes a little bit of pressure off Matt Ryan. You know, Julio Jones touchdown... Production has been low the last couple of years, which is should be a fucking crime. Uh, but they do have Calvin Ridley. Uh, I think both guys go over a thousand yards receiving this year. Obviously for Julio, that's not really a stretch. Calvin Ridley, though, I think he kind of comes on the scene and actually, you know, plays some pretty good football. Um, Matt Ryan, though, you know, he's the biggest X factor. You got again, you got Todd Gurley, but what Todd Gurley are you gonna get? Are you gonna get 2016 Todd Gurley? You're gonna get last year when the fucking Rams couldn't stand him. Which one are you gonna get? You know, uh, so many questions are going in with this team. They play Seattle. Seattle's defense sucks. 
Um, Russell Wilson is going to win the MVP this year just solely based on having to deal with that fucking offensive line, which is awful. Uh, do, does Can Atlanta get enough pressure going in? I don't know. They lost Vic Be- Beasley in the offseason, so... It, it, there's a lot of question marks, but they do have, you know, they got powerhouses. They got Grady Jarrett. They got Deion Jones in the in the playing safety there. But, like, I don't know. The question is what Falcons team are we going to get this year? You know, are we going to get that team that made that miraculous run to the Super Bowl, or is that an outlier and, and just a, a lucky kind of season? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think that even when you're on one, it luck is always uh, even even when you're playing the best of your career, you also have to factor in luck because all it is is it could just be one catch, but that's the one that gets you the Super Bowl. So like, luck has everything to do with it. Um, hopefully, Matty Ice, and let's hope that you get uh, Todd Gurley without a flat tire. I really, for for the hope of the the Falcons, I hope Todd Gurley is uh one hundred percent. I hope. I what is it? A, he had a knee problem, I believe. Yeah, well, he tore his ACL in Georgia, and then he was fine. You know, obviously running for sixteen, seventeen hundred yards, and then the last couple of years, especially during their Super Bowl run where they played the Patriots in that Super Bowl, he just was not there down the stretch. His fucking knee probably has a consistency of a whoopee cushion at this point. But uh, <laughs> uh, it'll be it'll be. It's going to be because, look, now you don't have the safety net. You don't have Devontae Freeman anymore. So Todd Gurley's really your guy. Uh, they got uh, they got Smith there in the backfield as well. Uh, but what kind of you know role is he going to play? You know, But I think you're going to rely heavily on, on Julio and Calvin. They did pick up uh, Hayden Hurst from Baltimore in the offseason, but they did trade away Austin Hooper, who was number one in fantasy last year. So uh, a lot of changes in Atlanta. Look, uh, Dan Quinn was on the fucking – it wasn't even a hot seat, man. That, that seat was on fucking fire uh, when they were 1-7, and seven, but they rallied back and went 7-9 and nine somehow. Where was that in the first part of the season? And Dan Quinn saved his job. So I think it's going to come down to – there's going to be a lot of factors that play into the game Sunday. As far as who's going to win, man – Ooh, like, look, I'd like to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I have all the confidence in the world that Atlanta's just going to win win going away. But I don't have that confidence at all. I do think Seattle goes in there and whoops their ass because uh, I think Russell Wilson's got a chip on his shoulder, and I think he's coming for that MVP, and I don't think anybody can stop him. So I'm thinking Seattle, and, and uh, it'll probably be close. I'd say probably 7 to 10 points will be the difference in the end. But uh, I just think that Russell Wilson's going to be uh, – He's gonna be on one for sure this week to to quote my to quote my esteemed co-host. But Jordan, what says you about the Seahawks and the Falcons? Um, I say, what the? I say that um, the Seahawks actually. I'm gonna go with Atlanta wins by three. Wow. Um, I think even though uh, Russell Wilson could definitely have an MVP uh, season. If you don't have a defense and that offensive line is butt cheeks, um, I'm going to go with Matty Ice and the Falcons. I think that their defense isn't necessarily stellar, but to go up against a team that has been known for their defense and they're really not uh, strong on the defensive side, I'm going to go with Matty Ice. So uh, uh, the Falcons by three. Pleasantly surprised that Jordan Dukes has taken a Falcons, you know, and we'll kind of see how the game plays out. You know, like I said, this, this episode is going to air 
uh, on Sunday, which all the games will be played. So I'm sure next week we'll have a whole bunch of shit talking to get to, you know, when we get into all that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that kind of wraps up. You know, those are the games we kind of wanted to spotlight, obviously, because Jordan's a Cleveland fan. I'm an Atlanta fan. So we wanted to kind of – and we're probably going to spotlight a lot of those games going forward. Um, we're not going to go too in-depth at the NFL because we do plenty of that on the Heel Turn Collective podcast with me and our boy Shane. But uh, we're going to talk about it because uh, that's what we do. We just shit talk all day. Um, so, uh, But, yeah, I mean, something else we kind of wanted to start. We wanted to start doing kind of a power ranking saying I've always been a big fan of – of power rankings. So each week, uh, me and Jordan are going to pick a topic and we're going to unveil the topic uh, on the episode the week before so that we kind of know uh, we have a week to kind of catch our breath and, and figure out what we're going to do because these power rankings are important, goddammit. They're important for the integrity of what some of your favorite things are. So we're going to make sure that we do this at least one every week. Today we got two because we're madmen. But, uh, but yeah, if you want to submit... Uh, an idea for a power rankings, make sure you use the hashtag join the flock and uh, let us know what you what you want us to kind of do in a power ranking. But this week, I feel like we got two good ones, Jordan. Why don't you unveil what uh, we've decided to do power rankings on this week? We are doing power rankings on two topics, one being potato chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I'm not going to say potato chips. Chips. Okay. Just chips. Okay. Um, And the second is candy oh yeah because candy and is my kryptonite bro this this is uh this is a hot power rankings both both have unlimited uh uh, uh answers um but only the only the elite get the power rankings one through five um also for mine i'm not gonna I'm going to give you my five, but I don't necessarily, I don't think I can order them one through oh, five. Oh, no, you can't puss out like that, man. It is one oh, through motherfucking five. Like okay, never mind. Let me, uh, I'll let you go, and while you're going, I'm going to I'm gonna flip a couple things around. All right, so. But my list is done, so let's roll. All let's right, roll. so here we go. It is the first annual Word Up or Bird Up Power Rankings. And let's get to it. All right. So for power ranking number one, we got potato chips one through five. Look, I'd be lying and I'd be dying if I didn't say that I think barbecue are the best chips ever created. Now, there's different kinds of barbecue depending on who you go with. Do you go with like a regional chip? Do you go with a national brand like Lay's? You know, it's it's very interesting to kind of break it down, but at the end of the day, I don't care what it is, Pringles, Lay's, uh, Snyder's, anywhere, barbecue, I think for me, kind of takes the cake as my number one on this week's potato chip power rankings. At number two, I gotta go. I gotta go. Sour cream and onion. Uh, always pack that flavor. Always, uh, you know. I'm and sour cream and onion is very all encompassing. They they make rich chips that are sour cream and onion. Just fucking fantastic. I mean, mwah. I mean, just fucking. It's just it's chef worthy. Some of these shit going on here. At number three, I'm gonna do the sweet and spicy chili Doritos because I think that Doritos. Of all kinds, I don't discriminate. I love Doritos 100%, but I have to pick a flavor that I think I could go with all the time. It would be the sweet, spicy chili. If you haven't picked them up yet, you should because they're fucking dynamite, bro. That's all I'm saying. At number four, and this one's going to get be kind of controversial. At number four, 
I got to go those baked plain chips, man. The baked, you know what I'm saying? Lay's makes them. The baked plain. Those, those, those hit differently. They're yeah. they're definitely good. They hit differently. Yeah, they they have a nice salt context on them. Uh, not too not too you know sharp in the mouth. You know, just enough of a crunch to give you that satisfying bite every single time. And then number five, if we're going chips, I'm counting pretzels because I'm a fucking madman. I gotta go honey. I gotta go honey mustard and onion pretzels. Uh, if you haven't tried those yet, they're fucking just. I mean, just out of this world good. So uh, you should pick those up sometime and try that. So uh, just to recap, at number one, I had barbecue. Anything barbecue. Number two, sour cream and onion is the way to go. Number three, the sweet and spicy chili Doritos. Number four, the baked Lay's the plain. You know, sometimes sometimes I'll get a little frisky, but the plain usually hits the mark uh, when it goes with that. And then at number five, we have the honey, mustard, and onion pretzels from Snyder of Hanover, I think it is. So, I mean, that's my top five potato chips. And you know what? Like any good point guard, Jordan, I'm going to pass you the ball. It's your turn, my man. Run down your one through five right now. So, my number one, and this is, I think people are going to be like, what the fuck? How is it your number one? Hold on. They're not even out anymore. Hold on. This is how important these chips were. Yeah, okay. Well, hold on. I don't think anybody's going to be shocked if you said Saturday Night Fever is one of your favorite movies of all time. Anyway, continue. Go fuck yourself. Don't ever disrespect John Travolta like that again. Okay, um, number one. Number one is 3D Doritos Nacho Cheese. <sighs> I mean, just killing it. First first one out of the box, Dude, man. First one. It had to be. I, I was It was a toss-up between Cool Ranch or Nacho Cheese. And I felt like the nacho cheese is the more underrated, but I think was better. So um, uh, number one is 3D Doritos nacho cheese. Mm. My number two, Tom's Hot Fries. Ooh, okay, okay. fuck with some Tom's Hot Fries. My number three, Pringles, the pizza flavored. God damn, going with that classic favorite. Classic. My number four, Fritos Barbecue Twists. Mm. And my number five, as you made a number five, which is, uh, uh, I'm not, I like pretzels, but not your flavored pretzels, but my number five is pizza combos. Oh, shit. Now you got to go cracker or pretzel. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go pretzel. Okay. I'm going to go pretzel for the pizza. Getting that nice salty exterior, have yes. that cheese flavor on the inside of me. Can't go wrong at all. Good no. choice. Good choice on that one. I'm, 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 I'm surprised that you didn't go in on me, but um, yeah, I, I think for my number one, I'll, I'll do a recap. My number one is 3D's Doritos Nachos Cheese. My number two is Tom's Hot Fries. My number three is pizza flavored Pringles. Number four is my Fritos barbecue twist. And number five, the pretzel pizza combos. I mean, you can't go you can't go wrong with that. I mean, I, I would never I would never make fun of you over those uh it's not like you said uh or you know, ripple or anything. Fucking boring like Dude, that. I, so I, I thought I thought about putting pork rinds in there, but I, I was like, you know what, I'm they're good, but they're not top five worthy. So yeah, and that's what these power rankings are all about. You know, are they top five worthy? 
And, and speaking of that, I mean, we're just going to transition right into it. We got to go candy now, which uh, I think for me is really like I'm a candy connoisseur, bro. I love candy. The other day, the only thing I ate all day, no dinner, no nothing, was just a bag of Skittles. That was it. It's the only thing I had all day. And then I wonder why I have these fucking headaches all the time. I think I'm going to die. <laughs> but uh, certainly, though, Butterfinger has to be number one on anybody's candy power rankings. Otherwise, uh, I mean, the, the list is null and void. It's like my dad says about the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Without Pete Rose... It doesn't count. So that's that's what he says. But uh, Butterfinger's got to be number one, man. It's before, got the- before you continue, I feel this is going to be a highly controversial power rankings. I feel I, I feel I'm going to say some things that you are going to be just you might cut this uh, podcast off. So I'm excited to get to mine. Continue. Number one is Butterfinger for you continue number two i gotta go with uh anything sour gummy worms jelly beans mike and ike's anything sour i am just all about man so any sour candy sour patch kids sour gummy worm i mean just fucking just right there just oh it doesn't get any better than that bro i'm telling you what about so, so are you do you consider warheads in that uh warheads were a little extreme but yes, I would put I would put warheads in there. Yes, so I mean, okay, there's okay. a little too sour for you, boy. But uh, I think they were too sour for everybody, especially sixth grade small penis Lance. I think that uh, which is not unlike thirty two year old Lance either. So, uh, but uh, I mean, look, you got to go anything sour too. Number three, this one's gonna be a little. This one's gonna be a little iffy. Man, I gotta go payday. Those things are fucking dine o might. Okay. Dine o might, man. Paydays are fucking out of this world good. They got a little salt on them. They got those peanuts, that that caramel that holds it all together. God damn, man, in my mouth is water and just fucking talking about it. Um, at number four, you know, we're going to go one maybe not everyone's ever heard of, the 100 grand. I think it's Ooh, a very underrated it's a candy. Wow, it's actually a while since I've seen it, but that's definitely good. Yeah, I mean the nougat just kind of got always stuck on the top of my mouth. I thought it was so fucking sick, uh, <laughs> and then bringing up the rear, but not really, man, because I don't think there is a weak choice on my list. But number five, man, I gotta go the classic Snickers bar. Uh, it does wonders for me. I love Snickers, especially the two piece king size. I mean, really, just calling my name and all. In all walks of life. So, just to recap my candy power rankings for this week, it's gotta, it's gotta be Butterfinger one, anything sour in the number two position, Payday at three, one hundred grand at four, and then the classic Snickers bar. Bringing up the rear, but not really because there was no weak choices on my list. And with that, Jordan, we're gonna bring you in. Bring us out, buddy. What are your um, top five candy ever? My top five. Here we go. Number one, take five. Get the fuck out of here. Five. Fuck around and find out. The, dude, the pretzel chocolate combo. Ooh. Ooh. Get mm. the fuck out of here, bro. Take five. My number two, chocolate payday. That's a new thing. That's not they even made a re- payday covered in chocolate and holy shit. 
insanity. I, I, it literally just shot up through my ratings. I was like, this is outstanding. I don't know why this wasn't sooner. And why is it you can only buy a king size? And why am I not like, I am not complaining in any way. Why is this freaking candy bar off the chain? And why didn't they come out with it sooner? My number three seasonal Halloween Reese's cups. There's something about them. They're always better. They're always fresher. Seasonal Halloween Reese's Cups. They just hit different, man. My number four, Reese's Sticks. Oh, another two Reese's on here? Two Reese's in my top five. And my last one, this is the most controversial. You're going to go either one, what the fuck, two, how poor are you, and three, who the fuck likes this? Hold on. Hold on. It better not be a fucking zero bar. Oh, I, 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 uh, no, it's not. Oh man. Oh man. That would be, I, I, you know, I've been poor, but I'm not that poor. No one likes a fucking zero bar. It's like RC Cola. Just, it's not really for anybody, you know, but my number five is the Lego bricks, the candy. Yeah. There's Lego bricks. They they have the same consistency of Smarties, but they're just a little harder. And they they're Lego bricks. Lego bricks. You literally could build something with them. What the fuck and is your deal, bro? They're fucking delicious. What the fuck is your deal, bro? What's my deal? Yeah, candy is delicious, and I just I like well, certain no candy shit. more than others. Candy is delicious. The candy that you have selected, though, is not delicious. You're out of your goddamn mind. You have two Reese's on there. You have two variations of a fucking Reese's bar on there. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Fucking boring. Anyway, why don't you hit us with the recap, my man? The recap, my number one is take five. My number two is the chocolate payday. I feel like that's just like a seasonal promotion or something, but it's fucking outstanding. My number three is the seasonal Halloween Reese's Cups. My number four is Reese's Sticks. And my number five is Lego Bricks. I can't believe this. This is fucking outrageous. I can already tell how this shit's going to go as the week goes on. You're just going to talk about the most outrageous shit. Lego blocks made it on your top fucking five candy of all time. You're making me fucking ill, bro. That's all I got to say about that. Like, you're making me fucking ill. But when's the last time you ate a Lego block? Block? Uh, Probably two weeks ago. Get the fuck out of here. You literally, you have to go to like a, a candy store. Like, those ones where you have to just shovel your fucking candy in a bag and you know, they weigh it like you're fucking buying cocaine yeah mm. you have to get it from one of those you can't just get it from like walmart or like anything like that buy low you, you, like, you have to <laughs> christ not buy low and, and look uh like we said we plan on doing these power rankings every week so if you have another topic that is other than potato chips and candy make sure you're using that hashtag join the flock and let us know and and then we'll rank them one through five, one being the best, five being the worst of the top five, but not really is it the worst. You know, who knows? So, uh, But next week we'll have another topic where we just kind of 
tear into it, and make sure you check us out and listen to that. Before we get out of here, Jordan, you know what time it is, buddy. It's what have we been spinning time. Uh, we do this. We end the show like this every week. If you don't believe me, go listen to the other shows in the archives. We hope you do anyway. Uh, but Jordan, I'm going to let you start the segment off uh, and get us, you know, kind of march us the fuck out of here. What have you been spinning this week, my man? I've been spinning Young M.A. She's a rapper out of New York. Um, I don't know. She she. Every time I turn her on, it you know it's just a heater. Some of the stuff she says is highly questionable, but I definitely enjoy her uh, her flow, her delivery. It's just real stellar. It's smooth. It's it's like some of it kind of comical, but there's some things like she says she just says some stuff that you're not gonna hear me running those lyrics back. But um, young ma. Um, uh, the band I've been listening to though, you're going to be in the boat with me on this one bullet for my Valentine. You know what? You know what? I, uh, I had no idea you were going to say that and I'm glad you did. Here's why the poison. That record is fucking <laughs> that's fantastic. The record, that's the record I was spinning. Dude, the poison is so fucking good. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. Uh, there's so many good fucking songs on that record. There. I said it. I'm a bullet for my Valentine guy. Poison era only. Yeah, I, 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 I put it on and I was like, yeah, let me, let me, you know, run through the first four and like, we'll see if I'll listen to the rest. And that, as soon as that like intro, they, the, that full ass intro song plays through and that, that guitar and his vocals hit on that first actual track. I'm like, I'm listening to this whole fucking thing through twice. It's so good. What happened to that bullet? What happened? Because <laughs> what happened? that album was stellar. Just like the new Tony Hawk, what happened to that Papa Roach? Papa because Roach is that on song, every time it comes on, I'm like, this is fucking Papa Roach. The rest is trash. Um, that, I don't know, man. Some Some bands just put out that one exclusive heater of an album, and then it's Butt Cheeks Catalog after. Butt Cheeks Catalog uh, will be the new saying here at Word Up or Bird Up. But uh, anything else, or, or has that really been it? Just those two? Um, the other one was the band No Zodiac. Um, that that Midwest beatdown shit. Um, you know me. I'm always about that fucking too heavy, too violent shit. Um. If I'm feeling pissed off at work, I throw that on. I just get more pissed and do my job 50 times faster. So, yeah. um, what have you been spending, Lance? I got to tell you, man, this week's been a little bit of a mixed bag for me. Uh, I've been listening to A Day to Remember nonstop. Uh, the record Homesick it was something that came out oh. during my youth, and I think that record fucking slams. I think that um, record is so good. Great, great choice, um, especially that record. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, this stems from, uh, you know, in my younger days, I used to date a couple of girls that hated hardcore music, but they liked a day to remember. So I checked them out and I mean, it's good for what it is. I don't listen to them much anymore. I actually just saw them last November. Uh, that show was, uh, that show was good, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, the reason it was good is cause they played a lot of fucking songs from homesick, bro. And, uh, 
So I mean, I I gotta give it the uh, I gotta give it the old thumbs up, man. Day remembers really been hitting kind of weird this week. Um, also, I've been I've been listening to the band. I don't know if you've ever heard of this band, Jordan. Uh, they're called Taproot. Uh, they are very old school. They're like early two thousands, like hard rock. Isn't band. that isn't that like the the new metal era? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I I think I heard uh, like maybe three songs. Didn't necessarily care for them, but. Anything from the new metal era that happened to be popular, I, I give them the just the nod because it's new metal. We give them the word up here on word up or burger. Oh, anything, yes. anything oh, yeah. that's new metal. So, uh, but yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Taproot, a lot of day to remember, kind of just uh, doing what uh, doing what we do. So, um, but yeah, I mean that. Uh, look, we we do that. We like to close the show like that. Uh, just to let you know like how we're kind of thinking uh, and what we've been listening to this week. Uh, if you like what you heard this week, um, let us know at the uh, Heel Turn Collective Radio Network Facebook. Let us know. Give us a like. Also, anywhere you're listening to uh, your podcast, make sure you're rating us and letting us know what you feel. The feedback for the for the for the whole thing that we do, we got three shows a week. The feedback has been fantastic. Uh, make sure you check out our sponsor, Hold Fast Coffee Company. Go to holdfastcoffeeco.com and use the use the promo code HEELTURN20 to get twenty percent off your basket today. Isn't that right, Jordan? That is correct. Oh, yeah. So we're working with them. Great guys over there. Uh, me and Jay Johnson, we do one with the undercard every Friday. We actually just started spotlighting uh, their employees. So each week we say the employee and the barista of the week is is this guy. Make sure you check them out. But make sure you are checking them out because they're great guys over there. They're doing something really cool. Uh, most of the young kids are, are into coffee and shit. So um, we, we really... Getting, getting in bed with somebody like that, I'm really excited about. Um, they're super cool dudes. I've, I've talked to Vinny, uh, the manager over there, multiple times, and he's just a super cool dude. So make sure you're checking them out. Uh, when you when you buy from them, you're helping out a small business, and you're also helping out the show, which I don't think is, uh, is necessarily a bad thing. We appreciate it all the time. Make sure you are checking out all the other shows on the Heel Turn Collective Radio Network. We have uh, obviously Word Up or Bird Up every Sunday. We have the Heel Turn Collective Podcast on Tuesdays and we have one with the undercard on Fridays where me and our boy Jay Johnson talk exclusively about all elite wrestling uh, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up with the Twitch stream is starting to kind of catch a little bit of momentum going we're also we have a YouTube channel in the works so just a whole bunch of stuff down the pike that's going to really uh, let us interact with people a whole bunch more make sure when you're listening to the show on Twitter use that hashtag join the flock I'm at Collective Heel. Jordan, what is your Twitter handle? I'm at Butt Naked with my chopper on. Yes, he is. And that never changes. So make sure you check him out. Uh, talk shit. Uh, tag him. Let him know what you feel about him uh, every day like I do. So uh, I am Lance. He is Jordan. And until next week, peeps, when we do a little word up or burr up, it'll come again. Jordan, I'll see you next week, buddy. Yeah.